Hi, and welcome to The Green Podcast. My name is Cassie Hearn, and I'm sitting down with two lovely ladies from Green Calgary, and we're going to be talking about living a zero-waste lifestyle. Now, this is coming in Canada's zero-waste week, so I'm very excited to spend the week deep diving into zero-waste living and really just promoting ways that we can work towards living a more greener lifestyle. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'll let you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. Grace, if you want to go first. Sure, sounds good. Thanks, Cassie. Yeah, I'm Grace Work. I'm the Green Workplace, uh, oh, formerly coordinator and now specialist <laughs> at Green Calgary. And uh, Green Calgary, just for your information, is an environmental charity where we focus on the ways that folks can bring sustainability into their homes, into their schools, into their communities and workplaces. And so my role as Green Workplace Specialist is to help local businesses in Calgary to do just that. So finding all the ways they can reduce their waste, use less water, be more energy efficient, and participate, you know, in the environmental community that we have here in Calgary. So I can pass it over to my colleague Mafe next. Yeah, so hello, thank you for having us. today. So my name is Mafe Barrera and uh, I'm the Green Homes and Communities Coordinator at Green Calgary and pretty much my role here is to help communities and newcomers to like understand better our environment and work um, and live more sustainable. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks again for joining me. Um, So obviously you guys are experts in your fields about living a green lifestyle and I guess I'm just wondering why that's important. We live in a really beautiful place in the world. We live on a really incredible planet. Um, And so it's it's important that we do our part in order to protect it. I think Mafia actually has a really good analogy for this that she uses a lot of the time when she's talking to our Green Homes folks. Yeah, so pretty much the analogy is um, when you have your house, uh, you do your best to have it clean, perhaps smelling good. Uh, If something is not working, uh, maybe you try to fix it or trying to do something right. Um, But in general terms, you want your house to be kind of pretty and organized, right? Um, So the earth is the same thing, but in a different scale. So since this house, this common house is big, uh, it's not just me or you like living here, it's also other creatures sharing the same space, uh, like plants, animals, and of course human. Uh, But um, because we are people like uh, that, we need to um, like take care of these common place. So we need to do things right. Right, because they're little creatures who depends from our actions and things that we do every single day. So, because there are other creatures depending on us, so that's what we need to do the things right. That's a perfect way to put it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So, can you kind of walk me through some of the steps that people can take to work towards having a, a zero waste household? For sure. And I mean, I think. What's important too is that we also start with like, what does zero waste actually mean, right? You know, a lot of the time when we think about it, we think about, you know, those videos of folks who come out and they have just like a little jar of waste that they've (laughs) produced for the entire year, uh, which is an awesome goal uh, to work towards. But I think, you know, going a little bit more broadly, like zero waste just means that we're taking actions to reduce our waste and prevent as many materials as we can from being sent 
either to the landfill from being incinerated or uh, from ending up as litter or pollution in our environment. And so, you know, we we don't always have to focus on an absolute zero with zero waste. Um, you know, I think the industry standard for it is more so, you know, 90% or more of our waste going uh, away from the landfill and into more, you know, sustainable routes instead. And so one concept I wanted to, to bring up is that, you know, we, we all know about reduce, reuse, recycle. This is something we hear all the time. We've been hearing it since we were kids. Um, but what we forget a lot is that this is supposed to be a hierarchy, starting with, you know, reduce or refuse as the most important steps. So I think, you know, starting off in your zero waste journey, you know, think about that refuse step when you're in the grocery store, when you're buying new items, when you're seeing ads, you know, constantly on social media to buy something new, think about whether that item will, you know, continue to serve you over years and years and years, still be useful. Can it be repaired? Can you buy, uh, you know, a refurbished or a reusable alternative? Um, and then from there, we can slowly work our way, you know, down the hierarchy towards that reuse and finally, you know, recycling or responsible disposable uh, disposal <laughs> at the end of it. So, you know, taking that those three R's and sort of expanding it out just to remember, you know, the important piece of, of reducing. Um, but Mafe, do you have a, a you have some examples too of how we can do yeah, this in our homes? Like I think you already mentioned about waste uh, that it's important, like to think that the things that we buy um, kind of a still stop craving around like i want to get this or the new gadget or so uh, but another important thing here is uh reduce the water that you consume most of the time when we talk about reducing waste uh, we just think about of course waste waste but we also need to think about the water that we consume at home so just taking that moment of saying like okay trying to reuse your shower um or trying to use less water when you're uh watering your lands during the summer. And um, just one last thing here is also talking about food waste. Um, because most of the time, we don't know what to do with our leftovers, or maybe we have some veggies or different things in the fridge that we don't know how to use them. So yeah, just uh, having kind of a meal planning or learning what to do or uh, with your leftovers. So that's the things that you can also reduce your waste at home. Very interesting. Yeah, I know personally, I've kind of been on a less water binge myself, you know, reusing like your pasta water for watering your plants. Mm. I'm currently trying to find out how to repurpose pickle juice. So if you have any tips, <laughs> I know it's so hard. I've had like an empty jar of pickles in my fridge for like a week. So I'm like, I don't want to throw it out, mm. but I need, I need something to use with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I think <laughs> my, um, my husband is a big fan of Caesars. And so it's like, it's, you can maybe mix a little pickle juice in there, but that's a tricky one. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> find new ways to use. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. Um, so can you kind of talk about some of the ways that Green Calgary is helping Calgarians to work towards this zero or I guess 90% waste-free lifestyle? One thing that we can do is to try to um, minimize the materials that we send into the landfill uh, by, well, we already said that by composting, by recycling, and trying to avoid the black car as much as possible. I know sometimes it's super hard, but we can do it. Um, and um, what else do you have, Grace? 
Or we I mean, um, in terms of what we do as an organization, like we have a bunch of programs that we like to offer to communities and to schools and, you know, just finding those ways that we can connect with our fellow Calgarians to just like start that conversation about what zero waste might be or how to actually use, you know, the recycling and the composting systems that we have in place. You know, MAFE runs a bunch of great programs um, right now. One of them, oh, community waste explorations is a lot of fun um, where, you know, you go out MAFE, you chat with community members about how do we actually use the blue bin? How does that work? It, there's a lot of confusion right. around recycling. Um, and I, you know, I can also mention our green kids programs because they're a lot of fun where, um, you know, my colleagues, they get to go into schools and talk to kids about how landfills actually work, how the materials that are going into landfills don't actually break down like we would imagine they would, but instead they more so get preserved in that space. We're just storing all of our garbage. And so kids can learn about this. They can learn about the greenhouse gases that are associated with producing waste. And then they can take that knowledge home with them and share it with their families. They can share it with their friends and they can start those practices early for, you know, well, reducing our waste is something that's really, really important and, and carry that on throughout their life. Is there anything I missed, Mafe, in terms of the, the communities programs? Because uh, we also waste a lot of energy. So mm -hmm. we work uh, around like energy efficiency and the different things that you can do around your home to um, become more energy efficiency, right? So yeah, talking about energy and um, the last thing maybe is again about uh, food waste. So meal planning. Um, yeah, when I actually, when I was a kid, I did like a green program and uh, it's uh, kind of what you said, Grace, it, it really does help teach people. Like my parents mm -hmm. would never know anything about recycling if I wasn't like, oh, here's all these things I learned. Like kids <laughs> get so excited about it, so. Yeah, for sure, it um, sticks with you. Like I still remember a program I took when I was, like, I don't know, in the second grade or something and someone came into my school and they told us like, you know, whenever you're brushing your teeth, turn off the water so it isn't just running the whole time. And that's something that I do today because I learned it when I was like eight years old. So <laughs> I think that these programs, you know, they make a difference in terms of just motivating you. Definitely. Getting those good habits in place. Yeah, and something you wouldn't think about before too, right? Like I feel like a lot of these like green advice, like it's not mm -hmm. that people, like people just don't even think. They're kind of like, oh, I didn't know I could do that to help. So it's always totally. it's always fun to find new new things. Oh, for sure. Um, kind of on that same note, if you guys could give one tip of advice to anybody who's starting their green venture, what would you tell them? For me, it's just like start with a goal. It doesn't matter if it's a big goal or a small goal. Just start with one you know, environmental goal and then go from there. And it can be something like, you know, I just want to stop using single use plastic bags at the grocery store. And that's a goal that you can, you know, don't have to be perfect at all the time, but keep coming back to and start bringing your reusable bags more and be more aware of that habit. And then from there, you can build up towards bigger goals over time and consider what waste reduction looks like to you, or maybe even do something like, have a waste audit in your own home where you look at all your materials and figure out what those opportunities are to cut back. So, you know, start with step one and then <laughs> go from there. <laughs> That's perfect. And Mafe, how about yourself? I like to encourage people to uh, visit 
the secondhand store instead of buying new things. So I know sometimes um, it's not easy to find the right thing that you're looking for in a secondhand store, but just try it. Um, just give it you the opportunity to explore uh, like the uh, recycle things. So instead of buying new, just go to a secondhand store first and visit it and see if you can find the thing that you're looking for. That's perfect. And, you know, that's also like economically friendly as well, right? Like you're making an impact in two different ways. Right. I, this is kind of the same, but I, I was wondering if you had any advice, you know, for people starting their journey and they're like, oh, this is just too heavy. What kind of advice would you tell them to just push through and, and why this really does matter? Mm. Well, I would say like start looking your surrounders, um, start appreciating what you have. Um, maybe the air that you breathe, the nature that you can see, and just be conscious that a change is needed and is not, again, not for you, for me, not for your family. It's just for the entire life that are here on Earth. And um, because, again, like there are more creatures depending on our actions, uh, so every single action counts. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. And Grace, how about you? I mean, I would say just work with your own lifestyle. Like like we were talking about, there are environmental solutions that can work with your budget. You don't have to have, you know, a ton of money to go out and totally like create a zero waste home where you have solar panels or all of these cool systems and technologies. It's like we can do stuff that's as simple as like thrifting or meal planning or finding all of these neat tools or apps, you know, that are available to us to help us reduce our waste. And just remember, you know, going zero waste is not something that's going to happen overnight. <laughs> so, you know, have courage to get into it, keep at it. And, and anything you do, you know, will have a positive impact, whether it's large or small, you know, we're, we're able to, to do our part. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. I actually don't have any more questions, but I was wondering if there was anything you wanted to add before we wrap up. One thing that's just important to know is that there are a ton of resources out there. Like, you know, for us at Green Calgary, we have our website, greencalgary.org, where you can check it out. We have tip sheets on there. We have all types of learning resources. We have our programs that are led by MAFE. We have a lot of public sessions that folks can attend. And there are other groups like Plastic Free YYC who are doing, you know, running similar initiatives and they have a very cool online map where you can find zero waste stores in Calgary. So Ooh, would for sure recommend checking it out. Yeah, I'll have to check that out for sure. <laughs> and Mafe, how about yourself? Um, yeah, and also, well, you can uh, volunteer with us. <laughs> we also are trying to recruiting new people that help us doing um, some um, waste audits with uh, Grace, uh, but also um, register to our free programs. <laughs> so the um, community waste exploration or either um, the energy efficiency workshop or the spill the beans, which talks about um, food waste. Ooh. So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate your time. Grace, it's always a pleasure to see you and Mafe, it was so nice to meet Likewise. you. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Cassie. It's been awesome. Yeah, you guys take care. In this podcast, we explored many different things around Calgary to support living a zero-waste lifestyle. As Grace mentioned, living zero-waste is not something that happens overnight, and it's not a definite thing either. Being zero-waste starts at a very small point and works itself up, and you don't have to be completely zero-waste.
There's many resources for Calgarians, such as Green Calgary and other organizations, as well as many stores that are refillable stores or zero waste stores um, and thrifting as well to really help be zero waste and help our environment as much as we can. Thanks for listening. I'm Cassie Hearn.